on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. What happened at Urgent Care last night? Because you have not told me. Tell me if your anxiety would be super high over this. I'm a hypochondriac, okay? And so I already know. Anything that happens to do with my body, I'm already going to be freaking out about. Mm -hmm. I was told by a teledoc doctor last night that I could have Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. And like, that was enough to just throw me for a loop today. Ever since last night. So I got home from Pennsylvania. I did get one hike in after the crappy weather. It was on Sunday. And yesterday when I was... I just got done working out. I looked at my bicep, and right, right below it, there was like this thing sticking out of it. And it was starting to burn, and I was like, what is that? It's like it was really small, so I was like, I wonder what that is. And I kind of moved on because I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a – I didn't, didn't really think much of it. I went to record my podcast with my mom, and I was telling her about it, and she was like, that might be a tick. And I'm like, no. Like, I was wearing long sleeves. I don't have a tick bite. There's no way. But, of course, then my hypochondria kicks in, right? Start freaking out. So I go on to the, I do a teledoc visit and I send her a picture of it. And she's like, I'm so glad that you messaged because this is really urgent. She's like, yes. Well, so what is it? I'm kind of confused as to what it looked like. Like is something sticking out of your arm you or does it. it look like a bite or. Would it be too gross to post on our Instagram? I don't mm, think so. Well, let's, let me, let me see it first post. before we. I don't think it's too bad. All right. We'll put it on. Uh, go, go look at Kramer and Jess and see if this will freak you out. Kramer and Jess on Instagram, Kramer and Jess, and uh, where's your name? Jess Dutra. Why can't I find you on my text list? Oh my God. Well, should we not text that often? We'll no, text, like, remember, because you deleted times. our text chain because there's too many. Oh yeah. Too okay. many secrets. So <laughs> this is... <laughs> okay, so there's the picture, and we'll post it right now at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. Okay, so that's what's sticking out of my arm. I'm like, what in the world is that? I don't mm-hmm. understand what that is. So the doctor on here is like, hey, listen, this is urgent. That is a, a deer tick, and they, <gasps> and they are very contagious, especially in Pennsylvania, for Lyme disease. Oh. So you need to go to either A, the emergency room, mm-hmm. or if you can find an urgent care, you need to go there like now. Like, do not wait on this another day. Cause every, like, the longer it's in you, the better chance you have of getting Lyme disease. So it's it, okay. So they stay inside of you. Yeah. Okay. It's like latched onto me at this point, right? So I go to the urgent care over in Fed Hill. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm like melting down at this point. Yeah. Because I'm like, what does any of this mean? I've only heard terrible things about Lyme disease. There's a guy that works in there's a guy that works on the radio. I'm not gonna say his name, but you, you probably listen to him as well. He has Lyme disease. He has a hard time walking some days because of it. Mm. And he's had it for years now. I mean, Justin Bieber was in the news for having Lyme disease when he was going through like his worst meltdown. Right. For having Lyme disease, right? Yeah, this stuff yeah. can be I was reading last night, which was terrible, but it can like literally make your left side of your face droop forever. So when I got it removed, she was like, well, you probably don't have it. I wouldn't worry too much about it. But I'm like, how do I not worry about this? Mm-hmm. So she gave me some medication that I'm supposed to take to maybe stop the Lyme disease. If it if the tick did have Lyme, mm-hmm. to like stop it in its tracks. The problem is I don't know exactly when I got bit. And this medicine only works for 48 hours after you get bit in the first place. So... Okay. I mean, I'm just sitting here this morning like a ball, like a ball of mess because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. It's a hypochondriac. It's like the worst thing in the world that can happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like not knowing what's going to happen is the worst. And the, what I think makes it even worse, I won't even know for like three weeks till I can get a blood test or some type of rash shows up in my arm to show if I have it or not. But you got it removed. It's removed. It's Does gone. it hurt? I mean, not really. Okay. Not, not too bad. And... 
you didn't know something was wrong until you noticed it yesterday, right? Until I felt my arm burning. Yeah. I didn't really. It's, just, it's like a burning sensation, like like a rash or something. Okay. That's like when I realized it. And I it. feel like you would have seen it sooner if it if it got on you like the, when you guys first got up to PA. Like, because you are the way you are. Oh, yeah. I feel like Super you totally would have noticed. So... I feel like if that's the case, maybe it really did just happen, like, you know, towards the end of your hike. Can I tell you a funny story about Lyme disease really quick? And this isn't really that funny, but Jess, who was a, a great friend of mine, I, I know what you were doing. She was like, hey, my uncle got a tick one time and he's still alive. So there's nothing really to worry about. I mean, thank you, Jessica. At least at least your uncle lived. I was trying to help you. I, I will keep you posted. I don't know. But just know that my anxiety is just high as we go through today's show. So my brain's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, but we got this really nice text right here. It says, I feel you because I'm a hypochondriac too. And just know that you have done everything within your control. Yeah. And that's the most that you can do, which is very true. And if it helps, I grew up in the boondocks. And as a kid one time, I found seven deer ticks on me. And I was tested multiple times for Lyme's disease and it always came back negative. Okay, but then you got to read the other text on here too. This is the one that popped up. Derek from Bel Air said, my dad got Lyme disease years ago, really bad. We live in Pennsylvania. We had to, uh, we had to help him get dressed in the morning because he couldn't move his arms. <laughs> and I said, my mom had to give him an IV every day for weeks, but he turned out just fine. See, so, but he turned out just Jessica, fine. Jessica, it's not helping. Now, Creamer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. Uh, what's up, 6 o'clock club? How we feeling? It's Good morning. Sunny out. Yeah, it is. It literally looks like midday right now. It's going to be 70 today. It's going to be awesome. So glad that you're here. 410-583-1065. Text us. We want to shout out anybody that's up in the state of Maryland because you deserve it. Anybody that's up this early in the morning, never fun. So, we just want to shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. John, the Annapolis locator is here. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Good morning and happy birthday to their daughter. Happy fifth birthday to Sophie. Yeah. Uh, Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis. Good morning, Stephanie Lynn. I'm engaged. Oh, congratulations, hey. Stephanie Lynn. Big news. Jim at USCG. Good morning. Uh, who else is up with us? Cowboy is here. Beautiful Beverly, Sarah, and Stu. Good morning, Terrence. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Stephanie and I. Nottingham, Mr. W, LG, the sassy scientist, Kathy from Parkville. Good morning. Christina's here. Annabelle and her mommy from Haver to Grace. Lisa, Darren, the flight attendant. Good morning. Grace and Dundalk. Maddie, the teacher. Anthony and Kate Innsville. Sherry from Severn. WB from Glen Burnie. And we'll get to more shout outs in just a few minutes. 410-583-1065. Also want to hear about the engagement story. You can't just say I'm engaged. Yes. Like, tell us the whole story. Maybe we so can we... call you, actually. We'll call you. We can share it with the crowd. If we you can, know? we're all like, I'm going to call you because I, I see your number here. Sorry, She's creepy. Like, it's 6 a.m. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't want you to feel guilty or weird about your birthday dinner. I really don't want you to feel weird about this at all. No, just so you know, like, you actually made me really insecure about it, and that's why I didn't want to go. I, explain explain the situation. So, I'm have my, so my birthday is, what, next Sunday? My birthday is May 22nd, um, but I'm having an early birthday dinner on Friday so a few of our friends can go. And when I was talking to them about where I wanted to go, I didn't want to say where I actually wanted to go. So I suggested other places. 
And if you are new to the show, there is this issue with Cheesecake Factory um, and apparently everybody else. I like Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy going there. It's like one of my favorite places. I'm from Stockton, California. It's a very small town, so chain restaurants have a very special place in my heart. And... I really wanted to go there, but I was too embarrassed to say that's where I wanted to go. And I literally was like all weekend so stressed talking to my boyfriend, Garage Boy, like, where should we go? Because <laughs> like, I feel I mean, like they're going to be really mean about it. Because the last time I brought it up, Kramer was so, so mean to me about I, it. I was not, okay, not mean. No, here's, here's you were thing. so I mean. mean. I will literally, we can go back to the Uncensored podcast and how long we talked about this on the show. You were so mean it was to not me mean about to it. I will, I will stand by that I was not mean to her. You, okay. What I did. You though, were so I, mean. Let me explain. So what happened was, this is like Jess's go-to restaurant, right? Like it's, it's like everything is like Cheesecake Factory. Now to me, Cheesecake Factory is okay. It's okay. It's an okay restaurant. It's got a big menu. It's cool. But we we're going to go celebrate our one-year anniversary. Yeah. And Jess goes, we should go to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. And everybody that was involved was kind of like... No, you were like the leader of the haters. No, no. Lady T, no, No. Lady T was not mean about it. So when when Jess said she's having a birthday dinner, I just assumed it was going to be Cheesecake Factory. And I remember telling you I would never go there with you ever again as well. Jess, like, I'm considering like multiple restaurants. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, No, you're not. It's your birthday. We can go literally wherever you want. If they sing there, I hope that they, they sing to your heart's content. No, I don't know. I just don't want you to feel like bad about where you're choosing <laughs> no, to go. I'm insecure about it. <laughs> On your own birthday dinner. Now, now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Uh, you know. Number three. Why do I hear that? Oh, here. Number three. The snack that smiles back is getting some Maryland flavor thanks to a limited edition summer collab. Old Bay Goldfish are now a thing. The Goldfish are now available at the McCormick shop online for $5.58 per pack with the limit of two packs per customer. And then they will be hitting shelves this month wherever Goldfish are sold for $2.79 while supplies last. And actually, this isn't the first collab. McCormick did a limited edition run of Frank's Red Hot Goldfish last year if you didn't remember so definitely be on the lookout next time you're at the grocery store we don't have the official ones but tomorrow we're gonna try to make our own homemade to test this out because i mean i think that would that sounds pretty good but i also have never even thought about putting the two together nope so we'll try it for you tomorrow. But if you see them in stores, will you take a picture and let us know where you see them, please? Number two. This might be the weirdest diet and exercise plan ever, but it's been working. A guy in Northern California named Chris Sandberg discovered a menu item at Taco Bell years ago called the Grilled Stuffed Nacho. But then they pulled it from their menu a week later and never brought it back. And it hasn't been on their menu since 2015. So early last year... He started a protest and promised to work out every single day until they added it back to their menu. And now, 16 months later, he's still at it. Unfortunately, this has not convinced Taco Bell to bring it back to their menu, but he's actually lost a ton of weight. He posts a new video of his workout every day on his TikTok. (laughs) When he first posted his video on January 4th of 2021, he was 275 pounds, and now he is well under 200. And according to his latest update, he dropped 87 pounds so far. Wow. I I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've seen this guy on TikTok before. Really? 
Hey, do your thing, man. Whatever it takes, right? Cool story. Number one. Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan are featured in the remake of Father of the Bride. And this is the latest remake in the franchise, which first began with Spencer Tracy and Elizabeth Taylor's 1950 film of the same name. And then Steve Martin and Diane Keaton later starred in their 1991 version. But in this remake, the story will be told from the standpoint of a Cuban-American family whose daughter is marrying into an extremely wealthy Mexican-American family. The twist is that the parents are hiding the fact that they're getting a divorce as they're planning their daughter's surprise wedding. And Andy and Gloria have actually been friends for uh, many years, so it'll be fun to see them bring that chemistry to the film. Father of the Bride premieres June 16th on HBO Max. That's cute. Never seen the original. This I oh, wait, oh, wait, it. what do you mean, the 1950s? No, the, 1991. the Steve Martin one, yeah. Oh, this, <laughs> literally, oh. this movie, I might cry just hearing the music. It's Steve, the Steve Martin and Diane Keaton version of the movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. What makes it so good? Because a lot of women are like that. I mean, I hear so many, this girl well, we work with. First that, of all, Steve Martin is like, you just want him to be your grandpa so bad. Yeah. Like, you just love him You're or your dad. Like, I, I think you just have this connection. And Diane Keaton is like the queen. Right. This, yeah. this music is so twinkly. And it's just like the cutest thing on the planet. I'm going to start crying. I love it. This is Justin. That was your top three. They say that there are 15 things that are, quote unquote, small but significant that you should know about your significant other. Okay. And this, they say after at least six months of dating, but this goes through the rest of your relationship. So if you're anywhere in between six months and a lifetime, Mm -hmm. you should know these things about your significant other. Okay. If you don't, you should probably go home and ask these questions. Okay. I'm not going to go through all 15, but Jess, I'm curious how many of these you could actually answer about your boyfriend, Garage Boy. And if you're sitting in the car right now, can you answer these questions about your significant other? Because they say this is like, well, be a better, more enriched relationship. Okay. Let's go through these. Number one, how do they want to celebrate their birthday? He wants to go to New York in July and uh, with his friends. Nice. Oh, you've been right off the bat. Look at that. Ah. Question number two. How long do they need to get ready and head out the door? 30 minutes. Wow. Seems long. I mean, barely. Because he likes to iron his clothes. Every day. When we go out, yeah. Wow. Okay. We're talking about the list of 15 small but significant things you should know about your significant 30 minutes. Well, because, okay, I'm I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking like shower, picking out the clothes, hair, like cologne, if he hasn't shaved yet, like shaving his face, ironing his clothes. Like I'm I'm thinking like the full process, but I'm sure he could like, you know, make do with 10, 15 minutes. But obviously that's good to know about your significant other because you need to know honestly, like when did that person really need to start getting ready before you guys leave? Yeah. All right, small but significant things you should know about your significant other. How many does Jess know? Um, what will instantly make them laugh? Uh, what will instantly make Garage Boy laugh? Me just being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like me talking in like creepy, weird voices. Well, I think that's like what? Can we hear one of these no, voices? No, you can't skip. Come Move on. on. No. Why? Some things have to stay in the house. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. But I, me. <laughs> what is so weird about these voices? Because I'm, I'm like a weirdo. Like, I can't. Isn't it so embarrassing the way we act around things, significant others? Yeah, there's yeah. some things y'all don't get You would from never me. want anyone to know. No. All right. Number four. What's the best way to support them when they are stressed or upset? What's the best way to, to support them when they are stressed 
or upset? Um, I think sitting him down and, like, hearing him out and, like, making making him talk about it so he's not internalizing it. Because mm-hmm. I can tell when, like, something's going on and he gets quiet. Right. So just, like, giving him the time to sit down and, like, express to me what's going on and us talking through that instead of just, like... I mean, obviously you're being weird, so I'm just going to ignore you being weird. Right. You know what I mean? And that's got to be important because obviously you need to know exactly how to get to that moment Mm -hmm. when your partner is being stressed out, right? To be a a good supportive partner, Mm -hmm. just going right to that moment. So that's important. Uh, Number five of the 15 things, what, uh, what do they allow themselves to splurge on financially? Um, What do they allow themselves to splurge on financially? L.A. Rams or L.A. Lakers, anything. I thought you say shoes for some reason. I, I mean, I, I was gonna say shoes, but yeah. like I'm gonna, I'm, gonna say, I'm just thinking about the jersey he just got after the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? What that cost? So that's like top of mind. Yeah, you knew that was coming too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah that's gonna set us back a few bucks. <laughs> it's fine. There's uh, there's just there are five of the fifteen things that you should know about your partner this morning. Who wants to feel old this morning? This list is making me feel like a damn dinosaur. <laughs> Oh, no. And I guess depending on how many of these you agree with, the older that you are going to feel. There is a topic on Reddit this morning asking people, um, what what are things that you are too old for? Okay? So I will run through these, and let's see if you agree with these. Because okay. this really, as I'm going through this list, I'm like, man, this really changes as you get older. Start with an easy one. Nightclubs. Um, this person said, if I can't have a seat... Or get to the bar or the toilet easily, you can basically count me out. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, you're I not got, feeling I it. I got no reason to go. Yeah. Can you still do clubs easy? Now, I'm 38. Jess is 29, mm-hmm. almost 29. Mm-hmm. Can you do clubs easily still? I, I would totally go to a club. Okay. Um, sleeping on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Sleeping on the ground. It said, if I arrive late and drunk and you don't have a spare room, I'm just going to go to a hotel because I'm not going to sleep. On any, I'll, I'll even add like sofa to that. What? I'm not gonna sleep on somebody's sofa. You're I'm too ca- old for you it. can't sleep too on old. somebody's couch. Nope. Garage nope. boy and I had to sleep on the ground this past weekend, but I feel like <laughs> low key probably the the last year we can do that. Yeah. It was kind of hurting. We did it because we had to, but it was hurting a Back little bit. Hurting today. Yeah, yeah. Gotta stretch. I gotta go to physical therapy if I sleep on a couch Stop anymore. It. Six weeks of it. <laughs> How about wearing high heels? Are you there yet? Wearing high heels. This person said, I need to save my knees for kneeling in the garden and other activities. What? I don't think you ever get to, do you get to stop doing that? I'm pretty sure. 410-583-1065. Yeah, has anyone cut that out of their life? You're like, I just can't wear heels anymore. I just, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the pain and suffering. I don't know how y'all did that in the first place. Like, why there's still a thing, those torture devices are still a thing. Yeah. To walk on damn stilts all day. God bless you. How about this one? Driving and fighting between 30-year-old adults. Getting caught up in all the drama. Now, personally, I still love all the drama. I love getting caught up in that. Uh-huh. But this person's like, I can't. Like, if there's adult drama, I'm out. I'm not dealing with it anymore. I don't think I can. I don't even think I have an option to get out of it. You know how my family is? Maybe when I'm 40, but I'm still, I'm still in it. Still hanging with the kids. We're doing the list this morning. There's a Reddit thread talking about, are you too old for these things anymore? And these are funny. Mosh pits. At, at concerts. Now, I'm not going to no damn pit, period. I can't. Don't you dare even give me a open floor 
You know what I mean? Like you don't want like, you don't no. want to be in the open floor. No. I want to be in the open floor, but I don't want to be in the mosh pit because it's kind of scary to me. You better give me a damn seat, or I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not trying to get bumped around no more. It's not happening. What about? Let me give you two more. Arguing over musical tastes. You know how, like, you used to get super defensive over, like, this is the best song, this is the best song. Oh, or, or trying or to like, find a newer artist first and, like, not wanting to share where you find your music. No, I'm past that. I got no desire. Like, why do you think we play Ed Sheeran so much? It's my choice. It's safe. No, it's I not. I know what to get. Don't put that on us. I know what I'm going to get. No. Okay? Why do you think we play Bruno Mars 400,000 times a day? Because it's safe. <sighs> I ain't trying to learn about these new artists. Yeah, Jess will bring up some artists sometimes, and I'm like, I don't even know who that is, yeah, nor do no. I care. No, Kramer is notorious for listening to an album I told him to listen to like seven months ago. No, he's yeah. like, oh my gosh, did you listen to the new Dua Lipa <laughs> song? It'll take me. It Levitating? makes me so mad. All right, this is my favorite one. And God bless you. If you're over the age of 25 still doing this, God bless you. Helping people move. Uh, you won't? No. I would rather, honest to God, I would rather pay. Now, keep in mind, early 20s, people are coming in out of college. Yeah. I would say probably up to the age of 30. Because you don't have anyone else around you to help you move. So you got to help your friends move. Way too old to help somebody move. How do you feel about that? You still going to help? Yes. That's good of you. I, and let me ask you when you're 30, though. I feel like you only get so many moves in a lifetime. And then you're done. Is it an age or is it just like you as a human don't want to help? No, your body can't do it anymore. <laughs> your body's like, hey, I got a sleeper sofa on the third floor of my apartment. And I'm like, you can throw that off the edge because I, uh -uh. I ain't coming over. I am too old for it. I'm just too old. Depending on how many of you answered yes to, you may be old. So, Top three stories. Good morning. No. 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 The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Old Bay Goldfish are now a thing. The new limited edition summer snack collab is now available at the McCormick Shop online for $5.58 per pack with a limit of two packs per customer. And they'll be hitting shelves sometime this month wherever goldfish are sold and they'll be $2.79 while supplies last. Um, also, this is not their first collaboration. McCormick did a limited run of Frank's Red Hot Goldfish last year. So next time you are at the grocery store, definitely be on the lookout. Does anybody have a hookup with these? Because we, <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing a goldfish hookup, but here we are. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we do an official Old Bay taste test segment. And I would love to do it this week. What we're going to have to do is we can't find the official ones. We're going to have to make our own, which would be sprinkling Old Bay we onto. We just want to see if they're going to be good yeah, like so before if, we go and buy them. If you got a hookup and can give us the official ones. That'd be cool. Will you call us or text us 410-583-1065? We'll pay good money for them, too. I feel like it's some kind of drug deal or something. This is crazy. Number two. McDonald's is offering free food during Mercury Retrograde. You may have heard people complain about Mercury Retrograde, and anyone who's been affected by it will tell you that things tend to feel a little more stressful. Mercury normally moves faster than Earth around the sun, and when it's in retrograde, it's actually moving slower than Earth around the sun. And those in astrology find this time unsettling. And just a warning for those who are into this kind of stuff. It's starting today and will oh, last through God. June 3rd. And now McDonald's is trying to help with the stress by offering free food today and tomorrow to kind of help combat the bad vibes, if you will. You can get a free McChicken or McDouble with the purchase of medium fries. And you just have to redeem the deal uh, through their McDonald's app. If you don't believe in Mercury Retrograde or you're hearing this and you're like, what exactly does that mean? Please. 
do some research. Your life is about to get turned upside down every time, Jess. And I don't know, maybe I'm just more susceptible to it. I don't know. But life's about to get chaotic as hell every time it happens. So just do some, just do a quick Google search of what you should and shouldn't do during Mercury Retrograde. Number one. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West divorce filings have been immortalized as an NFT. And allegedly, these are the real Kimye divorce papers. It's been listed on OpenSea by an unknown user named Letters of the Sea for over $400,000. The sale ends on May 30th, and the seller refers to the documents as purification by fire. The site describes the NFT as when lovers are consumed by the hot flame of passion, their love turns to ashes. And when the divorce is finalized, the buyer will receive an FBX version to use with an avatar in the metaverse or be able to display it on their property in the metaverse. Do you have any idea what you just said? No. Not even a little bit. What? No, I don't even. I'm, I'm like and a- why would we want... Or Kimye divorce papers even be an NFT? I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Your metaverse property needs these on it. I still don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And $400,000? Like, if that's your life, God bless you, by the way. I hope that is your life. I hope that you're sitting here this morning saying, you know what? I'd like to drop $400,000 on today. Divorce papers. Damn. That's funny. This is Jess, and that was your top three. On Tuesdays, we get some advice from an unlikely source, a 10-year-old child. Mm-hmm. We call the segment Dear Abby. She's a nine-year-old that's really savvy. Jess gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. And whom might Abby be? Abby is my 10-year-old niece who lives in San Diego, California, and... When we lived together, she always just kind of was very nosy about what I was doing with my life and always felt like she knew better than me. And now I just basically ask her for advice because most of the time she was pretty much right. So what's happening this week? I am turning to Abby to help me settle an argument with my boyfriend, Garage Boy, because I don't really know who gets to take the win when you share a room with somebody. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. I don't know who wins in this situation when it comes to me and Gerald. So I have a nightlight in our room. It's because I don't like to sleep in complete darkness or if I have to get up and go to the bathroom, like it can't be pitch black because one, I can't see and two, that just freaks me out. So I have a nightlight in the room and he says that he sleeps better without it. So what do I do? Cause you and Maya used to share a room. Well, we'd actually do something different. We'd fight over it. Um, and then we'd just go to sleep angry. And then the next day, everything's normal. <laughs> so what do I do? Like, maybe you try, like, back and forth. Like, you use a night light one night, and then you, you don't the other. You keep switching off until, since you've done it so much, you're comfortable with not a night light anymore. So I'm the one that has to compromise? I mean... That's what I'm getting from. That's what I'm getting from what you just said. I mean, compromise is a strong word. Okay. <laughs> we, can, we can ask Maya what she thinks, too. I don't have a nightlight, and I get nightmares, so I think you should have the nightlight. If you want nightmares, sell it. Um, If you don't, keep it. But if you never want it ever again, and you want nightmares every day... 
Okay. We just gotta ignore the fact that Maya said she has nightmares every night. I know, Maya. Like, that's not okay. Why do you have nightmares every night? I don't want to tell you. Okay. I never... I, I don't. I don't. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I love you. I love you. Why was that low-key scary at the end? I, yeah. I don't want to tell you about my nightmares every night. Yeah, Maya. She's, she's told me sometimes before. Like, she's had weird dreams. Like, aliens abducting people and stuff. Wow, what? Yeah. She's, at that age? And then she, like, draws pictures and stuff like that. Maya is Jess's younger niece. Yeah. Abby's sister that hops in with some advice there at the end, too. She's like, just, yeah, don't burn it, whatever you do, unless you want to have nightmares forever. Yeah. Of the aliens. I feel like when you're an adult... The person that doesn't want the nightlight on wins. Why? Because you're you're you. There's That's no not monsters. what Maya said. There's, <laughs> there's not some there's not some monsters under the bed. Like you know better than that. Now when you're a child, I get it. Your imagination can run wild. It's not about monsters. It's about tripping over myself. But I don't think that like <laughs> in the darkness. I never thought that a twenty uh, almost twenty nine year old would be arguing over a for a nightlight. <laughs> That's dear Abby for the week. Jess walked out of a restaurant this weekend. I feel like it's pretty rude. But it really depends on what happened. Yeah. And you're not you're not really like one of those walk out of a restaurant type of people. No, I'm not. I would say between the two of us, I'd be the one. Totally. To walk out. Mm-hmm. So let's figure out, was this justified of a good reason of why Jess had to walk out of the restaurant this weekend? Set us up. So we had never been there before and we were just kind of like testing it out. We sat down... But the ch- the like the table was really kind of like uncomfortable. It was really low where my boyfriend Garage Boy like couldn't like scoot all the way in. Like his legs couldn't even like fit under the table. Okay. And so he was already like uncomfortable with that. And I swear to you, this is all that happened. They walked over, put down the waters and walked away. And we were at the table for like maybe five minutes tops. And he was, we were like, I don't think we want to eat here. I don't Five think we're minutes. feeling it. Yeah. So the, the my question is really, is like, what's the, the grace period where it's appropriate for you to walk out and it be chill? And do you have to say anything? Because all that happened was they set down waters. It's not like we were like greeted or like asked for anything. And we didn't touch anything either because I used to be a server. So it'd be one thing if I was like, drank this, like put the fork in my mouth, you yeah. know, like, you know, shuffled with my napkins or something. But like less than five minutes, just looked at the menu, wasn't feeling it. And so I was like, if you don't, if we don't want to eat here, we don't have to eat here. And we dipped. Like, is that a bad thing? Yeah. I think if you ever walk to a table, sit down, unless it's been more than 20 minutes of waiting for a server, I don't think anywhere in between those two. Is considered appropriate. I don't think that's fair because if we genuinely didn't like anything on the menu and didn't want to like eat there, why would you stay? Also, not like I made them go get anything. Not that I used up anything. Not I didn't even drink out of the water that they sat down. And there was no conversation. It was just waters placed on the table, no exchanged. Walk away. We glanced at the menu, weren't feeling it, and dipped. No, I don't think so. I think once once you're in, I think you're officially in. And, and unless did I have you're to being treated wrong. Like, why would you not check the menu online? They're posted everywhere. They're probably a menu at the front of the restaurant. Because we were just walking around. We were just like trying, because it's like, because who cares? It's not like you're, it's not an obligation. There's not a rule in some handbook saying that you have to look at the menu before you go. Where's Sierra from? Uh, this is Sierra from Owings Mills. Good morning. Hey, Sierra. Good morning. You, you walked out of two restaurants this weekend? Yes. Well, one was because uh, I went maybe an hour and a half before closing, and then they told me that, um, 
they couldn't fully serve me. But the other restaurant didn't have it, everything listed online. So oh. before we looked, mm-hmm. so they didn't have everything online. So when we went in there, it was a little bit different than what I actually did see on there. We didn't get waters or anything. The server came out. We did a little wave when we got up because he did come to our table. But I was like, you know what? Give me a second to look over this because I'm not going to sit there and suffer and spend my money just because it might be a little bit awkward. I didn't touch anything. Yeah. Okay, thank you, I Sierra. I didn't do anything. Yeah, because Kramer's telling me I just had to, like, put up That's with it. it. Do you feel that way? No, like, that's your money. Yeah, if girl. you are uncomfortable being there, why would you still sit there just because you were set, you sat down already? Like, no, I'm you, not going to well, spend my money and be uncomfortable. I feel like you've made your decision at that point. You, you like you well, should have done your research. No, you there's in, no rule book. Down. There's nothing. There's no contract signed that when you want to dine somewhere that you have to look at the menu before. And like Sierra said, sometimes the full menu online isn't what you're getting when you sit down. And neither of us touched anything. Exactly. Would you call us up 410-583-1065? I'm pretty sure the second you walk into a restaurant, unless they treat you bad, <laughs> it's kind of crappy to walk out of the restaurant, right? Coach from Westminster. Good morning. How you doing? We're good, man. What's the rule here? All right. So if you walk in, right, you have no obligation whatsoever. Even when you sit down, if you haven't ordered anything, you can get up and walk out anytime. Right. Well, I, I mean, I feel like, like it, yes, you can. But is it weird and awkward and rude? But yeah. why if he? But why if you haven't ordered anything or made them waste any of their stuff if you haven't ordered anything new? I just exactly. No, no, so if you're, go ahead. Yeah, if you're if, if you're not if you're not obligated, I mean, you're not purchasing anything. So right, it's like using the restroom in a restaurant. You know, you, you can only use it if you're buying something or you're a patron. But you haven't purchased anything, so you have no obligation to them. So you feel okay though. So you feel so with obviously with Jess's situation, she she had waters at the table. She still was fine as long as she didn't order anything. And I didn't touch the waters either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that, I feel like that would be fine. And I know that she said that she didn't say anything or she said something as they were walking out. I'd have just said, you know what, we decided that we didn't want to eat, uh, you know, here. Thanks for, um, you know, for, for coming to bring us the water, you know, maybe another time. Okay, yeah. Coach, that sounds good. 410-583-1065. Angel in Columbia, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing well. You you work at a restaurant. I do, yes. Do you um, do you think it was rude for Jess just to like walk out? Like, what's the etiquette here? I've been in the industry for 20 years. Um, etiquette, normally when you walk in, there's always somebody at the front to seat you unless it's self-seating. Right. Yes. And you can always ask for a menu. Yes. Versus sitting down, because if you're sitting down, whatever server you're you're dealing with, because even some of the bigger restaurants, if it's, you know, fancy-schmancy, you're going to have somebody bring you water that's not actually going to wait on you. Yeah. They're kind of just the runners. Yeah. To get up and walk out is... Not good. It's not it's good. It's considered rude. It's, it's, it's no. Yes. But I didn't. Angel. I didn't order anything, and I also didn't disappear because I didn't want to be rude. So I like let them know that we were going to go. So even though I was there less than five minutes and sat down, didn't touch anything, I'm rude for walking out because I didn't want to eat there anymore. Because you sat down when it takes two seconds to ask him at the front if you want to make them. Here's the thing: is that Katie Katie agrees with you, okay, that it wasn't rude, but Katie also. 
Because we're trying to figure out, like, what's the etiquette? When when is it okay, then, to walk out of a restaurant? Jessica feels justified because she hadn't ordered anything. She didn't drink the water that was brought to the table. Less than five minutes of being there. It wasn't that rude. Katie, though, you, you agree with Jess, but you've actually walked out of a restaurant after you've ordered the food and it came to your table. No, it didn't get to the table. Okay. okay. Um, but the, the order for the appetizer went to the kitchen, mm-hmm. and we had asked to talk to the manager. And normally, I'm not one of those people. I usually just, like, let it go. But this waitress was extremely rude, and we could actually hear them whispering about us at, like, two tables over. No like, whispering. Don't be whispering. Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I talked to the manager. I just explained, I'm like, hey, I'm not normally one to complain, but the waitress is extremely rude when we asked for something to be taken off the appetizer. And they basically said, well, you're still getting your food, so what do you, what's the issue? So, oh, and oof. they didn't really seem to care. So I was like, okay, you know what? Just go ahead and cancel the appetizer. We'll be taking our business elsewhere. And the manager started whispering when we left the restaurant. Oof, a lot of whispers. Uh, Jess, do we think that's rude then? She'd already ordered the food at that point. But you it's, know? it's the interaction. Again, it's like if if she was not, if they were being rude to her, why was she going to stay another hour and she could literally hear people talking crap yeah. about her from Man. two tables over? If you're whispering about me, that's rough. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.